0: All right, so we all know that the most annoying part of traveling great distances by means of flight is, of course, the dreaded TSA check, right? Right, Uh uh-huh. And it is a ginormous pain in the ass. It irritates all of us. But every now and then, you can brighten the whole experience up by giving your TSA agent a memorable day and a story to tell.
1: Okay, how do you do that?
0: (laughs) Well, how you do that is to um, somehow ensure that your bag is randomly checked, and that the bag that is randomly checked contains uh, the latest issue of Wookie Erotica, which is of course the Star Wars themed '70s style Playboy erotic magazine, <laughs> as I did. <laughs> what? <laughs> While we were in New York City last week, we saw a Star Wars-themed burlesque show called Hell The Empire yeah. Strips Back, which was fucking Great. fantastic. Awesome. It was awesome and so much fun.
1: Was there and, anyone uh, named of the Butt? There
0: was no Job of the Butt, God and damn. nobody used the phrase, mm. that's no moon. Like, that's the only <laughs> ways this could have gotten better. Okay.
1: Only Anyways. ways. So, you saw that.
0: Yeah, and it was fantastic, and we stopped by the merch table on the way out and got some T-shirts, and they were also selling Wookie Rotica, which, dude, it's phenomenal. It is like totally made up to be like a '70s Playboy magazine ads and all. Even the ads are wow. like, you know, um, Empire fucking cigarettes and shit like right, this. It's okay. amazing, and uh, so that was in my bag that got pulled over. And the guy opened the bag to start looking at it, and I kind of laughed, and I was like, "Oh, I think I know what set it off." And he's like, "What's that, sir?" And I'm like, "It's probably that issue of Wookie erotica that's right in front of you." And he kind of like, while looking down at my stuff, like raised his eyes up to me and was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "You know, Star Wars themed erotica. It's right there, man. Check it out." And he's like, "Wookie, what?" It was like, "Wookie erotica, man. It just makes sense, right?" I can see you taking mental Dude. notes to Google this on your lunch break. And he's like, I'm not taking any notes, sir.
1: Dude! <laughs> Cut to five years later, he's sitting in a uh, porn anonymous meeting and he's like, it all started that day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it all started that day, man. <laughs> Little did I know an innocent exchange with this guy that was just trying to go back home from the city. <laughs> Oh man, would lead me down to becoming Jabba the Slut himself. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That's rad. It was it was amazing, dude. And he's like, "What? What is this?" And I'm like, "I got it at the merch table for the Empire strips back a Star Wars burlesque show." And he's like, "The Empire does what?" And I was like, "I know you're taking mental notes right now. You want to be sure you got it right, don't you?" I'm sure he had a story to tell that for day whenever sure. he came home from for work, sure. right?
1: <laughs> yeah. He goes home to his uh taller than average very hairy wife and he's like, "Honey, I found something. I think we're both going to like it." <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was amazing. I'm sure I gave that guy a good story to tell, and hopefully you have one now, too, now that you've tuned into the newest installment of Drang and Largely, your favorite podcast. Here with the host of the most, it's me, your good buddy, and total, fresh, Gen Z, I'm not whack, I'm hip, guy, Uncle Ben.
1: Uh, And it's me, your guy, for real, for real, bussing Hollywood Steve. Dude,
0: are you cap right now?
1: I'm no, no cap, sir. No cap.
0: Whoa. Whoa, capless. Damn, dog.
1: (laughs) We're really playing Gen Z well, right? Yeah, that's
0: right, because on today's episode, we're going to be doing a deep dive review ski on Bodice, Bodice, Bodice. Ooh.
1: (laughs) Bodice, Bodice, Bodice. I love that song. (laughs) Yeah, it's a jam right there, Uh, right? By
0: Tony, 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 of
1: course. Tony, 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 always talking about Bodice, Bodice, Bodice.
0: That's right, man. That's right. If you want to get straight onto the movie review portion, there's a timestamp for you in the podcast description. But we're going to hang out, shoot the shit, have a co-beer, and uh, do all other kinds of stuff before we get there. So hang out with Ch Boys. That's I'm going us. to go ahead and crack myself open a co-beer. What do you think about that? Uh,
1: I think I'm going to do the very same. Uh, don't do Twins. that often uh, anymore because we, we kind of record early for me here. Uh, but Jonas ninavara aka jonas nirvana that's uh, him (laughs) when he was in he dropped off these uh these beers this void series from uh temporal artisan ales it is it is one of of 500 bottles and it is called cherry fractals it is a belgian style quad aged in cherry brandy barrel so Ooh,
0: by the Brandywine Bridge, no doubt.
1: I I hope so. It is 14.64%.
0: Wow, there's so, not a lot of water in that. Mostly no, alcohol.
1: No, I am I am very interested to find out what this is all about. What you drinking on?
0: Man, that's a lot of percentage of beer. I've got myself something considerably lighter for a beautiful, beautiful day we're having here in Tennessee. I've got a uh, a beer I'm going to pronounce horribly. It's a Czech VAR, original Czech lager. It's just a good old light drinking Czech lager, maybe Czech four var. or five percent, something like that.
1: It's tasty. You ever had it? No, I haven't. But I'll tell you this: uh, this beer right here in front of me sure smells good, but low on the uh, on the bubbles. Uh, yeah, probably because it's it's just all alcohol. I'm excited. I'm gonna give mm. it a try here. Yeah, see what that does.
0: See, I bet you've had a Czech var. If I sent you a picture of the can, I bet you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I've definitely seen that before."
1: Yeah, maybe. What's maybe that so- do to you? Is um, it soaked in booze? It is. It is soaked in booze, but it doesn't really feel like it. It kind of feels like a like a wine in the mouth. It's kind of got that like red wine feel and taste to it. Give you Honestly,
0: that UB40 vibe, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red, red wine is, is what I'm getting from it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, it, is, it is very... There's a lot to it. I feel like I'm going to be drinking this and getting more and more flavors from it. But right now, yeah, like a very strong cherry vibe to it.
0: Mm. Is it like a tart cherry or more like a, a rich, sweet cherry? More like yeah.
1: a rich cherry, yeah. Mm. Good stuff, yeah. Mmm.
0: That sounds lovely, man. It sounds really good. Yeah, this is just a tasty, light, tasty, light, tasty, 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 light,
1: light, light and tasty. <laughs> That's the way you <laughs> yes, like it. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. So it's going down nice and smooth, man. I've had a good week. It's been fucking... Real, real busy, but it's been real, real fun. Yeah. I just got back from a little trip with some friends to the Big Apple. That's right. Ooh, buddy. New York City. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm walking here. Oh.
1: Did you get a traditional piece of that New York apple pie? Is that <laughs> that's the thing they're doing, I, that's
0: right? That's a slice. Yeah, and when you eat it, you have to fold it. That's what yeah, they do you up gotta there. you got to fold your yeah. apple
1: pie. And yeah, and sometimes a rat will get it and run down into the subway. <laughs>
0: That's the way that it goes. We had a great time, man. We were kinda worried because this is the week of the um the crazy uh, fires that are destroying Canada right yeah, now. Uh-huh. Not that not that the climate's changing or anything no, and natural disasters no, are just, becoming a much more regular thing, of it's course. It's just
1: a, a silly little blip. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, no just a worries. blip. Yeah.
0: No more of this is definitely coming down the pike uh, in our lifetimes. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Yeah, but this is the week that all those uh, you know, crazy smoke clowns were rolling down to New York City and making it look like fucking dune out there. We were really worried. It was like we're going to get down here and just spend the week in the hotel cuz we don't want to go outside. I had friends and stuff that are like in Brooklyn and some yeah. other areas of the city that are like, "Oh no, I I won't see you. I'm not leaving. I'm not going outside." <laughs> so we right. were really worried. But dude, we just had the most immaculate timing and got there the day after the worst of it. Like, I wouldn't have even yeah. known anything was going on. The the skies were clear. The air was great.
1: Wow. Okay. So, uh, what'd you do? Did you go see cats?
0: Well, no, we didn't, but we probably should have, huh?
1: Okay. Did you go to Cats' Deli?
0: No, no cats there either. Fuck,
1: man. D- did we you, struck out. Did you pet a cat? Did
0: I pet a No, the day after I got back, I gave my brother ready, cat's away pal. to a friend.
1: That's, that's three strikes you're out in New York. If you don't Damn, go dude. see cats, go to Cats' Deli or pet a cat. They kick you out
0: I blew it. I get your ass to LaGuardia, pal. <laughs> I didn't get the full New York experience at all, did I?
1: <laughs> you did not. What'd you do?
0: Man, we had ourselves a great time. We spent a ton of time just like... Walking around the city, taking in the yeah, sights, enjoying some legal marijuana in the pot. Fuck, huh? yes. You ever had a good time?
1: Woo. It's the best. Uh, it was a great time. Yeah. Legal marijuana. Boy, do I love it. I love it Boy, so much.
0: Boy, it makes sense.
1: It's the Boy, best. Boy, they
0: should be doing that everywhere. You
1: walk into a store, they're like, hey, what kind of marijuana do you want? And you're like, oh, kinds. That's great. Instead of just, here's the marijuana I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then they're like here's a price range and you're like price range what yeah
0: excuse me
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it was fantastic man we had some great meals and stuff we got we got that uh that star wars burlesque show which was fucking phenomenal yeah, sounds rad saw some friends hit a couple of really cool bars and dude had a gin and tonic that was by miles the best gin and tonic I've ever had in my life. I'm not usually oh, really? a huge G&T fan, but Kate ordered one at um, a bar that we went to that was in a hotel, and man, it is a game changer. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sure that the, you know, the, the, the gin was really good and that the tonic water and stuff that they use was really good, but the biggest thing that made such a huge fucking improvement to a gin and tonic... It had a little bit of fucking St. Germain in it. Oh, Why yeah. have I never thought of doing this before, man? Okay. It's fucking cocktail crack. It makes everything better. It Best does. gin and tonic I've ever had.
1: Wow. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's cool. You guys were doing some of the, the, the touring around New York City. We actually were just touring around Portland just recently and went to a place called Movie Madness, Ben. Movie
0: madness. Oh, my gosh. They should get some mental help soon.
1: <laughs> yeah. that Well, that's why we were there. We wanted to provide them with services. We were like, here's a number to call. Uh, but what happened was they were like, no, no, no. We rent, we, we rent movies. Like, you can come in here. Oh. And we got them on shelves, and you can look at them, and you can rent them and
0: they're mad about the movies they don't actually have mental illness okay right, right, right.
1: yeah 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 they're like uh you know they're like fanatics for movies you know they've got a madness that drives i them get it to rent movies to people and yeah and their <laughs>
0: madness is very specific in that i'm so crazy about taking people's money and loaning them a video
1: <laughs> and then receiving it back it's 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 a madness i've got Uh, (laughs)
0: Okay. When was the last time you were in a fucking video store and rented a movie? Uh, I literally cannot think of it.
1: Yeah. No, uh, it was, before that it was, it was a dream come true. It it had been, huh? I would guess 2007 or eight, maybe was the last time I'd gone into a blockbuster. So yeah, like uh, about, uh, about 15 years (laughs) since I had been in a video store and Not just a video store, but one that feels like a local video store. It's not a blockbuster. Okay, let me
0: just pitch an idea to you here, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you and I are so ahead of the fucking curve on everything. You've seen this happen time and time again with the podcast. We talk about something, and then the very next week, it's in the news. Things are moving and shaking. Uh We have a way of predicting the future and calling the shots about how the world is going to go. So Uh let me just go ahead and say it right now. Since you're talking about bringing the video store back... Listen, if anybody working for Blockbuster is listening to this right now, I've got your pitch for the young, hip kids that are into this retro oh, stuff. No. You ready for this? Okay. All right. We're going to reopen all the Blockbusters and stuff to oh, rent no. the kids the movies because it's so retro and fun. Slogan, Blockbuster. We're blockbussin'. You like it? Yeah. We're blockbussin'.
1: I do like it in that I, I, I would hope that any attempt to revive Blockbuster would fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might help. That might help.
0: <laughs> it might help. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah Just dude, blow no. it down from the inside. Yeah.
1: Walking into this was like walking into Video West. It was like walking into movie Oh, time. my God. It, it wasn't like walking into a chain. Um, and also, you can uh, buy a beer and drink a beer while you look for no. movies. No yeah what
0: yeah this sounds like fucking paradise
1: dude and they have like a lot a bunch of like movie memorabilia and then they have like they they do showings there of like pretty obscure shit they were showing a uh uh insane clown posse movie with rudy ray moore so (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) yeah and also they just had like movies on like they used to at the movie store and like they were showing the great out or like just playing the great outdoors in the background which was cool
0: Man, holy shit this it rules immediate- i miss it
1: felt just like back home like walking through the horror section seeing stuff that is even hard to find streaming and sometimes impossible to find streaming so fucking rad we immediately signed up got an account rented some movies uh took them back late <laughs> <laughs> and then rent like some do. more. It was great. Old
0: school. Yeah. Is that like tapes? Is it DVDs? Blu-rays? What is it?
1: They they have uh, DVD and Blu-ray, and they also have VHS tapes, uh, and they have VA- wow. VCRs you can rent. So it's rad.
0: <laughs> What's it cost to rent a movie in Biden's America? Is it about uh, thirty million dollars? What's it cost?
1: <laughs> it's it is it's three dollars for three days.
0: Fuck yes! Are you yeah. kidding me? That rules. Yeah, I know.
1: Like if you're gonna rent it from. You know, Amazon or YouTube or whatever, you're going to pay three ninety nine for 48 hours for high-def. Yeah. You're getting a Blu-ray for $3 for three days from there, and it has all the Blu-ray stuff. So if it's got, like, you know, documentaries and whatnot, that's all on there.
0: God damn it. I love that, and I miss it so much, yeah. And Like, I know that somebody's listening to this going, like, that's stupid. You could go on Amazon and find whatever it is that you want to rent. But there's something about... There's something about the limitation of options of going into a a movie store, a bookstore, whatever, where you're like, I traveled to this location to get a movie from them. My choices are what's here and what's not been rented out. find one whereas like dude the times that I'll sit down on the couch and be like ah Showtime didn't have anything now let's check Shutter now let's check Amazon (laughs) see if there's something better like I drive myself fucking nuts doing this but if I was just forced to walk into a little store and be like here's the movies pick one out well, the option limitation I love.
1: They I would say with Movie Madness, there's very little limitation cuz like if you can dream no it, limits. they've got it. It's crazy. But yeah, they they might only have like one or two copies of it. Uh, but yeah, so and that actually did happen. I had to I had to uh, rent a movie on DVD rather than on Blu-ray. And boy, whoo, hurt my heart, but I did it. Wow. Uh, <laughs>
0: Damn, would you rent, dude?
1: Uh one I can't say. Because it is the uh, Patreon pick, <laughs> so ah, I, I yes. won't say what it was. But that's the one I had to rent on on DVD. Um, Word. Uh, we we rented uh, Terror Vision, which we yes, watched dude. last night. Still a fucking ten. That movie's so good.
0: That is a ridiculous movie, man. Yeah. Some big old. Uh, is, did Chiodos do the? creature effects in that i think they did
1: no 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 it was uh uh Bichler, john carl Beekler from uh, oh, okay. Troll. It yeah it feels
0: huh? like very chiotto it sure, yeah man. it's got Some... that
1: like crazy silliness to it yeah but it, uh, yeah love it
0: silly shit man it's a good one are you a manly man
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah we got to do that one on the show sometime because that's Fuck just so yeah. silly um then we we also rented uh repo man which we haven't watched yet uh never
0: seen it i've heard it's good
1: yeah it's great uh, we rented uh, Machete, which... Nice. <laughs> God damn it. I love that movie. Love Danny Trejo in it. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez in it with that eye patch. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Then we also rented Tommy Wiseau's The Room.
0: <laughs> I still have never seen it, and my life is incomplete.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I would say so. Like It is i mean i've seen a lot of bad movies and i wouldn't say that the room is the best bad movie but it might be one of the most compelling like you can't look away from it but you kind of you do want to you do want to at times just look the fuck away and not pay any attention to what's happening but (laughs) yeah the room man i i do recommend it um we also rented uh, Insidious The Last Key because we had watched the first three Insidious movies and Insidious was uh, only rentable, so we were like, well, we'll rent it from a local place. Uh, Keep it going. Boring movie. Not, not very good. <laughs> uh,
0: I've yeah. never really been into those movies. Well, I say that, but like, I think I've only seen the first one. I don't think I've ever checked out any of the sequels.
1: Oh, I like the first one and the second one really well. The third one, I think, is there, and then the fourth one's just boring. Yeah. Um, I might have to cut that because we're going to talk about them on the on the Hell Rankers. You know what? Uh, I won't cut that. That's a preview for the Hell <laughs> We're going to talk wow, about the movies when the next Man, pe- comes pe- up. Man, people
0: are, are just fucking crashing that Patreon website right now because so many people are jumping in because of that little preview.
1: I know. I know. Hey, we're also going to be talking about the Howling movies, so that, that should get you going. My Hell sister's yeah. a werewolf? Yeah, you want to know about that. <laughs> who doesn't uh we also watched uh the parent trap Lindsay lowen uh parent trap remake terrifying it. it was it was it was i was uh just crying screaming throwing up uh it, <laughs> no it's fun i i had never seen it before i, I had a fun time it is it. a fun one yeah Uh also watched a movie called fantasy island that came out a couple years ago which Fantasy Island, uh, like, de plane, de plane, like that one? Yeah, yeah, they made that into a movie, but also, like... For who? I I don't know, but also, okay, so that (laughs) that show was dark in a way. Like, everybody's fantasy always kind of went awry, Um, and I guess they learned to, like, be happy with what they have or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, in this that, that kind of starts happening, and it's like I don't know. It, it, it felt like it was going in an interesting direction at first, um, but then it just gets like convoluted and stupid, and not fun to watch. And it's, I'll tell you what, I don't recommend it. <laughs> don't, <laughs> you don't say. Don't, I don't recommend it. it. It was it was bad. Um, then on Friday night, we watched a movie called Girls' Night Out. Which
0: for that old screaming chat, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, for the screaming chat over there on on the the Dick Sword uh, meet up every Friday night and Sunday night, uh, and uh, we have have a little movie that we watch and we chat about it. Usually more chatting than than actual watching. Uh, girls' night out, let me tell you, uh, lack of girls in the night. That's out. a
0: problem. Yeah. It does not perform as advertised. How yeah. about night? How much night was in there? <laughs> was a... anyone in full plate armor and chain mail?
1: <laughs> okay, there there was I would say zero knights when it comes to oh, that. disappointing. And, yeah. Um but a lot of stuff does occur occur outdoors, so that that is accurate.
0: Hmm, okay. Alright, uh, <laughs> so there is a lot of outing in there at least. Alright, so one out of three by meatloaf's odds, not good.
1: No, no. They needed one more for it to be, ain't bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then he could do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then he could do that, yeah. Um, okay, and then on Sunday we watched a movie called Mom, which I think was from 1987. It is a Christmas werewolf movie.
0: Uh, Sign me up, what?
1: Yeah, it was interesting. I think uh, I, I would like to re-watch it around Christmas, because, uh, you know, the chat's not the best place to... To watch a movie because we're, we're, we're chatting a lot but there, there were definitely things that were interesting to me so uh yeah check out the christmas werewolf movie mom
0: i like how that sounds man that's enough to get me to check it out right there man i've uh, i've only had time to watch just a scant couple of things i mentioned on last week's episode that i still had half an hour to go in the <laughs> nolan batman dark knight <laughs> rises yeah so while I was like, uh, like packing my suitcase or whatever, getting ready for this trip, uh, I finished the last thirty minutes of that dumb piece of shit movie, and I just got, I just got so mad, dude. Okay, man. Here's something that I really wish more people were talking about. Okay. Bane, his face is held together by the mask. If he took it off, it'd be extremely painful. Right. How is this motherfucker eating food? How is he eating food? And how does he eat?
1: I mean. He's two twenty at least. Yeah,
0: he's bulky, man. So he's
1: eating a lot of food somehow.
0: How's he? How's he eating all the the chicken breast, brown right. rice, and yams and uh-huh. broccoli that he needs to to get that kind of bulk, dude? I, What's he fucking doing?
1: I I could not tell you. I I don't know if like if they have like a feeding tube that just goes right into his stomach or something. Maybe. Right. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, doesn't make much sense.
0: Eats through the butt. That's a deleted scene. He eats through his butt.
1: I wonder why they deleted it. That's a good scene. I know. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful and erotic and sensual and story building. Do why you would remember you remember that?
1: In The Dark Knight, when they're having that party where Bruce uh, invites over all his, like, uh, I guess, the most gracious billionaires in all of Gotham who have zero connection to crime somehow. And, and then the Joker comes in and disrupts the party. And then he's like, I'm going to throw Maggie Gyllenhaal off a building or whatever. And then yep. uh, the Batman like jumps and like just catches her. And then they fall off a building and he doesn't break his back. And then yeah. Bane breaks then also, his back somehow.
0: Yeah. And also, after all that happens, the Joker just, I don't know leaves or something I guess, yeah i guess so he just he packs left. up and goes
1: <laughs> he was like oh i guess i proved my point um bye what <laughs> what but yeah you're right then like whatever he gets his
0: fucking back cracked by bane and he's like oh it's broken now like god damn it these movies fucking <laughs> suck they're like, really, they're really not good yeah really bad. really look at them with a critical eye man. yeah <laughs> i know it's not a popular opinion but fuck just think about bane eating through his butt sometime it all falls apart
1: <laughs> yeah human centipede yeah a little bit of that
0: <laughs> oh, i have to consume my nutrients through my buttocks it's extremely painful
1: <laughs> uh. i like that he has that that going uh. on uh.
0: <laughs> yeah he's played by zoe Deschanel.
1: chanel <laughs> <laughs> he's got
0: bubble voice a little bit kind of does he kind of does <laughs> Oh God, so fucking stupid! Um, we had one night in the city where we gathered round the television um, while while high on marijuana oh, intoxicants, that good. which was the perfect place to watch the uh, Panos Cosmatos episode that he did for the Cabinet of Curiosity series. Oh hell yeah! Holy shit! Like we've watched, I think the first two or three episodes of that, and it's like, yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our friends were like, have y'all seen the Panos episode? You have to watch it right the fuck now while we're all good and baked. And we did, and it was the best. Holy shit, you have to watch it. You don't have to watch them like in order or anything. They're all standalone stories. So uh-huh. even if you just start on that one, I, th- I want to say it's like episode seven or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, cursory Google search will reveal to you which one it is. But it was so unbelievably fucking sick, man. Like oh, yeah. I think that that the DMV should, like, hire Panos Cosmatos to make, like, drug simulator videos or something. <laughs> that guy has such a knack for, like, making you feel <laughs> fucked up while you watch his movies. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I need to check Amazing. that out. Yeah. Shit, yeah. You're gonna love it, dude. I know that yeah, you'll love that one. I definitely... I, I'm I'm very interested. Because, uh, you know, I mean, Mandy, that is just like a... It's like Perfect. an acid trip staring at a Lisa Frank folder, you know? Like, yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, so I, I definitely want to check that out.
0: Oh, dude, I'm telling you, you'll absolutely fucking love it. It's got um uh, Peter Weller in it, who is okay. somehow strangely so much like David Carradine in it. Like, oh, okay. It's kind of eerie and weird. It seems like he could be his fucking long-lost brother or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to love it, man. But he sounds like Robocop. He sounds a little RoboCopy, but like a like a really chilled out on drugs RoboCop. Oh, okay. So, not
1: really. Oh yeah. man. Why did they never make Chilled Out on Drugs RoboCop? Like why wasn't there one where he's like they kick him off the force and he's down on his luck and like some somebody convinces him to use like whatever the future drug is, like you got to try Eternium, man. And then he <laughs> like injects Eternium and he's like this is my shit. Yeah, you start shooting dicks. Like, it's all over oh, the Oh, yeah.
0: Left and right, man. Left and
1: right, dick shooting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Sounds great. That's
0: the sequel that we definitely all need right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> And that's about all the time I've had time to watch, man. I finished up recording bass tracks on on Andy Wood's next uh, solo record that's going to be coming out here pretty soon, getting into the mixing and mastering phase here before long, so happy to have that stuff in the can and all wrapped up, man, so I can get on to my next huge batch of musical projects, which I have sitting in front of me, which are looking pretty huge and uh, time-consuming. So, cool thing to be wrapping up some projects so I can make room for more projects, as I like to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and what what's that uh annual album called? Charisma. Charisma. Char
0: Charisma.
1: Char- yeah, like Charisma.
0: Charizard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's named after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I tried to encourage him to put out an EP that was just called Riz for the Gen Z. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Make it all about uh the Paul brothers. What?
0: <laughs> what? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Are they popular? <laughs> I, I don't got know. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, that is. that right there is a great-ass transition into the next segment of the show where we're going to prove to you guys that we're hip. We're with yeah. it. We're your fellow young people that are so up-to-date uh-huh. on all the culture that is contained in all that hip-ass Gen Z slang that I know that you know that we're going to explore in the preview of palace no cap
1: weep, Skr- weep, weep. Weep. Yee, yee. welcome to the preview palace Skr-
0: i'm doing a tiktok dance right now uh-huh, um, me too boom, boom, yep. boom, 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 it's so cool it looks the same yeah. as
1: when uh, somebody else did it in a video too Oh so man, that's it's so cool yeah
0: we're so cool and uh we're gonna get into this quiz that i found here earlier this is a quiz yourself on gen z slang that slaps this is on dictionary.com i just noticed yeah. so you know it's so gonna you be know cool up it's cool
1: to date yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited <laughs>
0: Uh Dictionary.com. Okay. I predict that I am going to do abysmally bad at this because I still say cool and call everybody dude and say like rad and gnarly and (laughs) lame, lame stuff. How do you think you're going to do?
1: I think I'll do all right. I mean, I don't necessarily say these things, but I I see them and and, and I, I think I understand some of them in context. So you're I, definitely I, on Twitter
0: doing. a lot more than me, you know, Maybe. so I, I think I that think, you're probably you Hipper with the slang.
1: What if you're just like... Yeah, right? You're the hip one. <laughs> <laughs> hip All right, ben Steve, L. question
0: one of ten. Mm-hmm. Which of the following is another word for uncool? Uh-huh. Is it... Uh, this isn't technically a word because there's no vowels. Uh-huh. The, uh, I'm already fucking this up, dude. right? Skrt. S-K-R-R-T. Skrt. Skrt. Um, Chuggy, Chuggy, C H uh-huh. E U G Y. Uh huh. What? I think I write some fucking Chuggy riffs. Is that what this is about? Um, or Bet?
1: <laughs> right. <sighs> well, I I, I am have lost. selected my answer, but I don't want okay. to tell you because I I think I am correct.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with skirt because it makes me think of like scared, and being scared is not cool. Yeah, I exactly. Was incorrect. Yeah. I was yeah. wrong.
1: Being scared is the least cool thing. All right, Ben. I think you're definitely going to get this one. If something slaps, it is excellent or amazing, surprising or scary, beautiful or handsome.
0: Okay, now I do have some some young people, nieces and nephews. I think that stuff that's slapping, I think Uh, it's excellent or amazing because Les Claypool slaps bass, and he's awesome. I think that's where the saying comes from. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah, the kids were like, oh, that Les Claypool. When he slaps bass, it's
0: excellent. So Yeah, Les Claypool has been playing bass since the 1980s and popular music. Yeah, when I relevant was a child and, and
1: you were a child.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the kids love <laughs> so Les So the kids, yeah. And they definitely use vocabulary based around yeah. his bass playing. All yeah. right. Hey, he's Listen. based, right? He Am is- I right?
1: He's based. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Les
0: Claypool is based mm-hmm. and he slaps. <laughs> that used wow. to be a
1: t-shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> For whom? <laughs> <laughs> to whom will we sell it? <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Great. I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Who's who's buying that exactly? <laughs> By the way, with with the last one, how did you answer that? Because this is giving us answers as we go through. Did you answer with with skirt? Is that what you guessed?
1: No. Chugi. Is
0: that correct?
1: I believe so. We'll find out at Chewy, the end. Fuck. <sighs> Question all three right. of ten, Ben. What oh, does? Which, I- what's that? Because these
0: are giving the answers as we go. How did no. you answer the second one?
1: Oh, the same as you. Excellent.
0: Okay. Yeah, you, if you
1: get it wrong, it
0: tells you what the real answer was. That's probably why you've not seen this yet. <laughs> okay. So I get the answers as I go because I'm fucking it up.
1: Oh, okay. Here we go. I think you can get this one. What does snatched <laughs> mean, Ben? Stolen. Fierce or on point? Exhausted.
0: <laughs> I mean, whenever I think of something being snatched, I think that you've, like, grabbed it from somewhere. Like, maybe you're shoplifting or something, so I want to say stolen.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. All right. What do you think? I mean, is that is that it? That's my answer. <laughs> What's your answer, Steve, Mr. Cool? It's fierce or on point.
0: Why would you know that?
1: <laughs> you're the- over 40. I'm sorry. I'm, I just... It all it, it it funnels into my head and and I keep it there I guess. Uh, even though oh I never that. say these things.
0: <laughs> Alright, which of the following means a look or style that is extremely fashionable or sexy? Steve, is it bussin?
1: Uh-huh. Bet or is it drip? Uh well, I, I think it's drip.
0: I think it's drip. I, yeah. I feel like I know this one because mm. I was watching the new season of uh, Queer Eye last right. night, uh-huh. which of course is fantastic and a treasure right. and everyone should adore it. And someone did use the term drip in describing their look. So, oh, I'm oh, correct. Okay. It's it's drip,
1: dude. Way to go. All right. Hell All right, yeah. Ben. You're going to get this because you, 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 you say it all the time. What does no cap mean? <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> no lie for real, chill or without stress or not cool.
0: I think that it means no lie for real, but I don't know why. What what does that have to do with a cap? I mean, like whether that's a bottle cap, a hat, shortening of the word capacity. What <laughs> is the cap, and why does that mean no lie for real? Why?
1: Uh, I don't know, but we both know that that is correct, right? <laughs> <So>. Yes. <laughs>
0: Where does it come from, young people? Explain to me. I'm old and need answers about the world. Anything to old people ever?
1: We don't deserve it. We're old.
0: (laughs) It's not my world anymore, dude. (laughs) All right, Steve. Which of the following words is an insult from men who are seen as being too submissive to women? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have words for this. We do. is it vibing right simp mm-hmm. or the classic okay boomer
1: i think we both know this one right you know this word simp? i mean okay
0: vibing vibing is a good thing okay boomer is kind of self-explanatory right. so just by process of el- elimination i'm gonna say simp but if you just would have asked me what does simp mean i would not have known <laughs> Have like, I'd have been like, does that mean it's simple? Like, this riff is cool. It's simp. That Les Claypool slapping based <laughs> riff is simp.
1: Les Claypool <laughs> is fucking based. He slaps. He's a simp. He's all the Gen Z words. <laughs>
0: Some of his riffs are simp, dude.
1: Hell yeah. All right. What does hits different mean, Ben? Weird Ooh. or unusual? confusing or nonsensical has a marked effect or influence
0: ooh okay one and three are kind of similar so this is a Mm, little confusing also I like how this is basically just me taking the quiz because I think you actually know these
1: (laughs) I, I, well I did select the correct answer on that one I guess because they didn't tell me a different (laughs) answer
0: (laughs) I mean I guess when you say hits different I'm gonna say weird oh shit
1: which did you guess steve <laughs> i guess number three yeah that was the right answer it was it not is, weird yeah. or
0: unusual <laughs> has a marked effect or influence but i thought it was just like oh you know the fucking uh uh-huh. uh man this marshall 50 watt plexi i have over here man it really hits different yeah i thought it would be like man it really it's it's different it's just different in the name that means unusual <laughs> This slang is not fair.
1: It isn't. It's not fair. It, it is. It is just not even Exclusionary nice. Exclusionary yep. language, dude. This is wow. excluding me. Wow. You're telling me that <laughs> different doesn't mean unusual. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Which of the following means I've got the point? Low key. Say less. Cap. <laughs>
0: There's that word again.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay, I've got the point. Um, (laughs) Man, I've been burnt like this before. Say less seems to make sense because it's like, okay, I got it. You can say less like I understand. Oh, fuck yeah.
1: Did you get it? uh Uh-huh, I did. Say less. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's say
0: less. All right, all right. All right, here we go. I wasn't sure, though. I can't lie. (laughs) 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 All right, Steve, what does
1: bet mean? Uh Uh-huh
0: cool or I'm down. No lie or not cool. Hmm.
1: Well, uh, I I have selected and it appears I was correct. Do you, I think you know this one, though, because that's oh. old, right?
0: I actually did get this one. I've heard this. God damn it. When did it quit being my world? I've heard this used, but I've never really been that sure about it. <laughs> I've never been that certain about bet, but I guess yeah. it does mean cool or I'm down.
1: Yeah. Bet. There you go. Bet. That's right. Like,
0: oh man, I, I rewatched the Lord of the Rings trilogy again. It was bet. Am I using it right? <laughs> Am I doing yeah, it?
1: Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. That was, listen, for all the kids out there listening, Ben just demonstrated how to perfectly slang. Okay. Hell yeah. You just keep up. I'm
0: relevant. Just keep I'm up. I'm with it. Mm hmm. This is so weird. In my head, I am twenty three.
1: Right, you're right. Uh huh. I mean, to a you know, twenty
0: three year old, I'm old.
1: That's true, <laughs> and they're right. We we are old. I bet
0: twenty three year old me would love to hang out with right now me. I'll oh, tell hell you that. Oh yeah.
1: Uh huh. Yep. I, I I also think the same about myself. I think twenty three year old me would be like, oh, that dude's cool.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, man, that guy can't really keep up with me uh, drinking all night, but he sure does have a lot of nice guitars and amps, so Uh. (laughs) I would probably think he's all right.
1: Um, All right, Ben, here we go. Question 10 of 10. The last one. Which of the following means relaxing or tapping into good feelings? Bussing, vibing, (laughs) or snatched? (laughs)
0: Fuck. Fuck okay snatched we already covered that
1: right uh-huh Which, that one's out yeah. for me
0: <laughs> all right i think i have an answer you got an answer locked in i do i do yeah i think it's vibing yep. i think if i'm that vibing i'm chilling okay i got that one right cool 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 yeah you're chilling you're relaxing i'm enjoying the vibe that's good
1: yeah way to go i mean you got most of those i feel like right seven out of ten of them See?
0: steve seven out of Fuck ten yeah
1: I got ten out of ten, but I think I think a, a, a couple that that you missed you you probably have heard and understood in context. You're not you're not that old. You're still relevant.
0: I mean, I'm still good at reading context clues and understanding game theory, so I think that that kind of helped me through right. it a little. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. But there were some guesses in there. No lie, <laughs> fam. No, no lie. Oh, dude, I'm telling you what, honestly, between you and me and our audience, little cap. Little, little cap. cap,
1: little cap, <laughs> little cap, y'all. Little cap, little cap. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Whew, Man, it's no wonder I had such an easy time understanding and vibing with all the no cap dialogue in the movie that we're talking about today, which is, of course, Bodice, Bodice, Bodice from 20 <laughs> and 22. Now, Steve, you had watched this one a time yeah. of four, had you not?
1: Yeah, kind of recently. Yeah, watched it um, and enjoyed it. It really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I'm not a big Who Done It fan. And they going hit different, in, you say it, did, mm-hmm, it yeah. did hit different. Yeah, and I was vibing with it, uh, and I did feel like it was bussing. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> say less yeah. fam yeah all right <laughs> so uh no anna anna told me ahead of time she was like i think you'll like this whodunit um yeah and so yeah, it's going not into usually it, your thing yeah yeah so going into it i was like okay so i'm paying attention you know just like you know getting my theories who's doing what or whatever uh and you know, I was laughing a good bit too as it was going. I was still enjoying myself and whatnot. So I was I was I was getting why people liked it, you know, and I was like, I you know, I probably not don't even really care who the killer is. And then we find out.
0: Oh, that, this is going to be spoiler heavy yeah, by the way. Yeah, We're going to spoil go the shit out of this. Movie. So
1: watch the yeah, movie, don't please. Cuz yes. it, it is worth a watch. Um Yes, but, I liked it. Yes. Then you find out that in fact the first death was a uh, uh, an idiot, coked up idiot trying to make a TikTok who accidentally killed himself. And that's when it all hit me where I was just like, "Oh my god, what? <laughs> like all these people died and all these motherfuckers ruined their relationships with each other cuz the internet was out."
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I love funny. it. It is such a, like, an of-the-time problem. you know. Yeah, like, try explaining absolutely. this to somebody from the 80s or 90s. It's not going to hit, but no, for no, the time yeah, and place that sense. we live in, oh my God, dude. I loved that reveal. I know that that's been kind of a yeah. hot point where a lot of people are like, man, I was into it until you kind of find out that there's not really even a killer at all. It all started because of this stupid TikTok thing or whatever. I love that about it. I love yeah, that this too. movie didn't rely on the usual tropes of the whodunits, where it's like, oh, it turns out I'm your long-lost fucking second cousin that you didn't know about, or I uh-huh. had to kill you because I'm jealous of you after we broke up, or whatever. Right. Like, It didn't do the thing that every fucking It that we grew up with in the late 90s and early 2000s did. Yeah. It went a completely different direction. Good
1: yeah it, it, yeah if this came out in like 1982 83 uh one it would probably be a giallo movie and that sounds fun but two yeah w- we would have been led to believe it was max doing it the whole time and then it would have been you know jordan or something uh and that's you know whatever uh <laughs> i much prefer the twist of actually no uh, they're just idiots. They're just really kind of... Yeah. They kind of just dominate a bunch of each morons. other. And they're these privileged kids who don't know how to interact with one another in any way other than through fucking Twitter speak and shit. And it's, it's very much just a, a takedown of the ultra-rich white liberal kids on, on Twitter trying to drum mm. up like... Controversy uh, to to get engagement and, and have arguments and shit, and it, it's it's yes. it's funny to see that play out badly for them. Oh yeah,
0: definitely, man. Because you know, as most of us are are figuring out by now, I hope anyway, the entire internet thrives and in fact rewards conflict, yep. drama, yep. all of the things that we see these people exploring IRL, fam, in mm-hmm. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, the internet rewards this kind of behavior, and we don't think twice about it. We're just like, oh, yeah. it's the algorithm, blah, 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 but this movie really kind of shows you, it's like, well, if you did that stuff in real life, yeah. boy, you'd be <laughs> fucked up, right? Yeah,
1: like, nobody would let you talk to them the way you talk to people on the internet or, you know, make the type of threats and shit people make on the internet. Like, yeah, it, it's crazy, and yeah this, yeah, this is like... Because <laughs> the, the shit hits the fan in this at 32 minutes when the lights and internet go down. It's yep. like, up to that point, they're all being their internet persona selves to each other and allowing each other the room to be that persona self, even though they know it's a lie. But the moment that that wall falls down, like all of their lies start getting exposed and they're all just full of shit.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Man, I I really dug it and I wish that I would have had time to have watched it twice because mm-hmm. you know, I watched it for the first time last night cuz we just got back yeah. from our trip mm-hmm. and stuff and I was very much watching this as a whodunit I was watching this as if it was Clue and me the audience is a detective trying to pick up the little trail of breadcrumbs and figure out who it is that could be doing these murders and shit and then like you said that reveal with Pete Davidson at the end of the movie where it's like oh this just started because this guy was an idiot and Uh accidentally offed himself (laughs) um that happened and it made me reflect back on the previous you know 80 minutes of the movie and go oh my god Oh, this is all so fucking stupid. Yeah. This is all so dumb actually. Like all of this melodrama uh-huh. and intense conversation and fights and you know, picking on each other and all that shit. It's all been just for absolute fucking nonsense. It yeah, all so started j- over yeah. something so stupid.
1: Yeah, it's 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 that, you know, uh anti-joke joke type of thing, you know, where it's like the the punchline kind of just hits you in the gut. Just like oh oh fuck they're that dumb (laughs) but also like i have been without internet for periods of time and i think most of us do go a little feral when the internet's out (laughs) so i think we can all understand it it's just that these kids aside from uh our protagonist uh and one of our final girls b and uh greg these two aren't rich Everybody else here is rich. I mean, even Jordan, who's claiming the rags-to-riches story, comes from upper-middle-class family and has broken into the Ivy Leagues, basically. Because I'm assuming all these are Ivy League kids. These are extremely wealthy uh, fucking upper-crust New York kids. Um, and there, there is even a line where Alice says that like she saw... Um, Sophie on the the subway, and she was like, you know, uh, super coked out and stuff. And she said, "You look like an NYU student." So like they look down on public university students. Um, wow,
0: yeah. This is a different level of fucking rich, spoiled, entitled kid.
1: Right, so this isn't your average kid. This, these are the kids who actually do have influence on, say, what it says in the New York Times and stuff like that because their parents are extremely wealthy and, and part of the elite. So the movie is, is kind of exposing all of them through uh, their interactions with Greg and B and with each other. Through, like, who's richer and who's poorer. Like, uh, Sophie is the richest, I guess. Uh, And so she can show up at this party without informing anybody. And they can't all just, like, approach it immediately. Like, they have to have some decorum and they have to kind of let everything break down before they can fully say, like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, only David is rich enough to take her aside and ask what she's doing. So like mm-hmm. there, there's still like a hierarchy among them and stuff, and yeah, it, it, it's real interesting how they took in, in this the 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 story by credit is is Kristen Rupinian, and the screenplay is Sarah Delap, and what they really mind this really well, where each character is very distinct and has like a good bit of backstory to them and a good bit of reason to suspect them, but then like when you find out that it's all kind of for naught like none of that really mattered the suspicion was all like kind of ridiculous you also see how that still falls apart like because jordan is still like at the end in full-on denial about everything you know like she kills uh alice like she shoots alice and says she didn't shoot her and then kills her and says she didn't do that. Like she is just like oh, it's everybody so,
0: dodging responsibility. Yeah, for sure.
1: everybody throughout is just dodging responsibility. And by the end, yeah, it's like even Sophie won't even just admit like yeah, I had sex with Jordan. Like she can't just say that at the end to just finally make B feel at the very least comfortable with. Because Sophie is lying throughout. Sophie is like she she is a chaotic mess. They're all a chaotic mess, but Sophie particularly is 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 hurting people with her lies. Like she brought B into this situation without warrant, like telling everybody she's coming, and then all these people do treat her bad <laughs> immediately. Definitely. Like, yeah, it, it's it's pretty shitty overall. Uh, yeah. So everybody comes out as, as pretty <laughs> shitty, except for you know Greg, I guess though. I, as a, a forty-two-year-old, I, I don't think I would date a, a twenty-one-year-old. <laughs> I think that's probably there's a big maturity difference there, and that's pretty clear in the movie, right? Like he he's way more mature than them, but he's treating them like they're on his level, and that kind of leads to his demise.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. also kind of a fish out of water at times, too. Right, yeah. Um, there, there, there's times where, like, like when he's doing the whole the best offense is a good defense, or the right. best defense is a good offense, or whatever, and Pete's, like, questioning... Well, David is, like, questioning him over and over and about it. Yeah. He's, he's really like, oh, wait, yeah. you're just fucking with me. I get it, you're fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not exactly quick to pick up on the kind of jokes and humor and shit that this right. group shares just because of the age difference and because this guy, um, you know, who's around our age also didn't spend his entire life on the internet busting right. chops and shit like everybody does now. Like, right. he didn't grow up with it. And these kids, this is all that they've ever known.
1: And much like an internet argument, you know, anybody can wander into it. <laughs> Greg's kind of that guy who wanders into this internet argument and thinks like, oh, I'll help. Uh, and yeah. then gets destroyed. <laughs> and that, That's that, funny
0: because this this really does have the tone of like, what if your average fucking, you know, Facebook dumpster fire thread or Twitter thread happened in real life yeah. where it all mm-hmm. started because of like, like dude, I dude, I've seen fucking huge internet brawls start over a the punctuation error, right. like a yeah.
1: misspelling
0: of a word or whatever uh-huh. and there's suddenly 200 comments and people going for blood and shit right. just because of something stupid that happened. Yep. That's what this movie is. This yep. is Twitter fight the movie.
1: <laughs> it is. And, and it's it's like, it's witch hunt. It, it, it's like, we've seen it played out in so many other movies uh, where, you know, you got a spy, you got a witch, you got whatever. The, the suspicion angle. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's in some ways the thing like who who you know you're trying to find like who who the issue is here but the i think really like undercutting that at the end and making it more about yeah no this is this what didn't matter like all of this was just shit coming to the surface that has yeah. nothing to do with the actual initiating event uh, And, it, yeah, it, then it's, it is much more about, like, it's an Internet argument. It's very much just some nonsense bullshit, people blowing off steam and really not thinking about their words or f- caring or whatever.
0: Implications. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, man. Yeah. Nothing. And, mm-hmm. and really, if you get down to it, it all started because... It was actually Greg, the guy who's kind of an outsider in this whole situation, that sabered that champagne bottle. Like, right. You know, cut it open with the, uh, <laughs> with the sword there. And one of the chicks was like, Oh, was nobody filming that? We should have filmed that and put it online. Right. Like that put the idea into David's head to do it. And then yes. that's what jump started this entire fucking thing was because a chick said it'd be cool.
1: And, 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 and like David is so mad because David is super rich. And Greg is a veterinary assistant, and Greg is getting attention. It, it yeah, makes dude. him mad that his money can't make him cool. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> he's he's trying to be cool. He's so pissed, too. Like, he's so mad at Greg after that. Like, he, you know, oh, he hits God, him man. really hard. Punches him, yeah. Yeah, he's doing that fucking... Uh, you know, what does that mean thing with the best offense is a good defense? Like, yeah, he's he's being a real dick to him, and it's because he thinks he's cool, and he's mad about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, that's it, man. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's... Oh, dude. That, that's something that rich people... I mean, you see it with Elon Musk for sure. Like, he's trying so hard to be seen as cool. Like, you just can't buy it. You cannot buy nope. coolness. It it It's there or it isn't. And in this case, like... I mean, you know, David is played by Pete Davidson, and Pete Davidson does come across as cool, but this character comes across as a fucking asshole, a cokehead asshole oh God, who yeah. everybody hates, yeah.
0: You know, Pete Davidson is one of those guys that, like, I want to sit here and say, like, I just do not see the the appeal of this person. I want to be that person <laughs> right. that says that, and then I see him in so many movies, is, and yeah, SNL charming. and all that shit, Yeah. He's fucking great, he dude. Is. And it's like, yes, he does play like shitty asshole dudes a lot. Yeah, and he a has a shitty time. asshole sure. dude look about him just naturally. But God damn it. He's really good, man. Yes,
1: he, he is. Yeah, he's he's really funny in, in this. And he like really brings a lot to the role. I think almost like uh, in that conversation with him and Sophie, he may have brought almost too much charisma because we're kind of supposed to not like this guy <laughs> but he's being funny so uh right but yeah yeah I, I think i think he's great in this i think the whole cast just brings it they all really get the vibe of their character specifically um uh uh mahala harold who uh, plays jordan or mahala harold who plays jordan, jordan. She's like bringing that Michelle Rodriguez energy. Like you do, kind of believe she might be the killer because she's so right? hard. She's right? intense, yeah. dude. Uh-huh. She
0: is so intense.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I very much enjoy the cast and and think uh, it it's it, they they play really well with each other and they they seem to have like that that energy of the 20 year olds partying where it's like oh i can tell you're having fun no i don't want to join (laughs) but good for you enjoy yourself
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god dude all the scenes where they're like partying and everybody's doing fucking drugs and Uh drunk and they're i was just like oh my god like i said earlier in my head i am 23 years old if i walked into that room i would immediately turn around and be like nope 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 nope. too old to be here too old (laughs) not for me man oh dude yeah, uh, yeah, and there's a few familiar faces in there. Other than other than Pete, dude, like I recognized uh, the guy playing Greg, Lee Pace, right? Uh huh. Yeah, Lee you Pace. were the one that had to reveal to me who he was. I was like, I know, I know yeah. him from something. Yeah,
1: Lee Pace of Pushing Daisies and and The Fall, which is a great great movie. We need to do the Cell at some point. Tarson Singh, oh, yeah, underrepresented on this uh, podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lepa also Guardians of the Galaxy, etc. Yeah, he, he's great, and and he Hobbit movies. Yeah, he really does. Like, he he knows his his role in this because like he plays dumb really well. <laughs> like he doesn't because mm-hmm. that's not Lee he Pace. He seems nice. Yeah, exactly. He seems nice, but he he's kind of oblivious, a little bit dumb, a little bit kind of maybe like a still twenty in his head type of person. You know, like he's not. Mm-hmm. He he's not moved on. You know, he's a veterinary assistant totally. and all that, but he's not like he's not moved on from the college days. Uh right. Yeah. But yeah, he he, he plays it so well.
0: What's her name that plays B? Because I recognized <laughs> her for so Maria long Bac- and then when I realized who she is, I was like, "Oh fuck."
1: Yeah, Maria Bacalaoa. She 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 does the voice for uh uh Cosmo in The Guardians of the Galaxy 3.
0: No shit, yeah. really? Uh-huh.
1: That's the one I credit who I saw did that. that stood out to huh. me.
0: <laughs> but I knew her because she was the fucking girl in Borat 2. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. She's the sister.
1: Holy yeah. shit, I didn't realize that. Oh, good for her. I'm glad she's getting other I roles. I know, right? She did really good in that, yeah.
0: She did amazing in that, and then I feel like I didn't see anything else with her in it, and now she's back in this, and she's fucking great.
1: Yeah, yeah, she kills it. Yeah, she's really good, because she... You do suspect her at times, right? Like I did. Yes, definitely. There were definitely times where I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, cause you know, when she reveals her mom has borderline uh, personality disorder, it's like, "Oh yeah," in an eighties who done it? That's your flag right there—that this is the person who who's doing it. Also, yeah, For they sure. do—they do a good job of making Greg look like he might be guilty. And when they show up and he's wearing that, like light therapy mask, I was like, oh my god, that's a great horror mask. Is that what they're going it is, with? right? Yeah. <laughs> totally, man.
0: But you know, that's something about this movie that I found to be so effective. You know, looking in the rearview mirror about it after you know, really, the inciting incident that caused this mm. entire thing. Um, it's easy to sit back as, you know, again, as somebody who's 39 this year right and be like oh man these fucking dumb young people are so hooked on their phones they can't exist without the internet blah 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 they got dragged into all this hysteria Uh over some dumb misunderstanding well, guess what? So did I. So <laughs> right. did I, the <laughs> yeah, viewer, because me too. I was sitting here watching this movie going, oh man, somebody just got killed. It's got to be one of them. Uh-huh. One of them is the killer. Yeah. This person's suspicious. I wouldn't trust that person. I wouldn't turn my back on that person. I got caught up in it too. So yeah. it's like, if you want to come down on them for being dumb kids without an internet, I got to throw myself into that barrel too, because this movie got me. At no yeah. point was I like, I-, I think this is a misunderstanding. Right. You know? <laughs>
1: Yes, I I did like the I bought all of it the whole way. I I did totally. have like my theories and stuff, and then things would keep changing. But there is one mystery that I think is at the heart of this hmm. that isn't fully solved, and that is: Did Sophie kill Emma? Emma, the is, one that fell down the stairs, right? right? Emma is, um, you know, she's, she's already on some Xanax that she, she took earlier when Alice and and all of them found her under the sheets after they found David dead. So she's already on some Xanax. Now they have an argument and Sophie tells her that she wishes she had, you know, died instead of David. And then she runs to David's room very specifically Finds some specific drugs that she then takes out. Then goes and finds Emma. And then gives Emma those drugs. Then I mean, cut to it's Emma, deliberate as fuck. Yeah. Emma supposedly falls down the stairs. Now, if you look back at that scene, there's so much blood on the Everywhere. walls. Yes. Yeah. I think that Sophie like hit her on the head or something down the stairs and then you know blamed it on the drugs and later when she's kind of admitting it to B it's kind of open ended as to whether or not she is admitting she killed her or she's I admitting know, to right? providing her the drugs that killed her so i i don't know cuz we know i mean we know B kills two people she kills Greg she kills Jordan Jordan kills yes. Alice uh, and David kills himself, so that's 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 a tie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, what happened with Emma? Did she really just
0: that's a good question? Fall down man. the stairs? That's a good question because like whenever it showed that scene um, with Sophie, and she like goes through that cabinet, grabs that that board game, and starts ripping it apart, like. Right. Initially, I was like, oh, she's looking for something. And Uh then I was like, no, she's retrieving something. She knew where to find it. She was specifically getting some secret stash Uh of whatever we don't know. And And the most incriminating thing about it to me, dude, is the fact that the movie, the camera, the narrator, showed it to us, the viewer. Like, when this movie is being so deliberately obscure about... Not showing us any of the kills really happening on screen, like so many. Well, not all of them, some of them. Um, so many of the 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 kills happen off screen and in shadow, and we don't know what happened in the dark. But it takes a point to show us that specifically. It seems like that is totally doing that. And then you know, Sophie's a fucking liar. She she is absolutely a liar. Yeah.
1: She keeps lying about everything, and and it's, like, shown specifically that she's lying about having sex with Jordan. Jordan says that they had sex, and B, after seeing Jordan's bra in her room, sees Jordan's panties in Sophie's car. Yes. That
0: was subtle how they handled that, too. Like, it didn't show her going... I know these drawers and Uh, flashback to earlier. Like it's there. If you noticed it, if you didn't notice it, you didn't see
1: it. Right. Yeah. So she, so B knows that Sophie is lying, but Sophie refuses to show her the text. That's what the fight's going on at the end. There is that like, for some reason when Sophie could easily just tell the truth, she still won't. And Mm. Jordan also goes through that so does Alice like they're all delusional in a lot of ways. They're putting up fronts. Like Jordan shoots Alice with a gun and says, "I didn't shoot you." She got yeah. shot and no one else has a gun and a gun- bullet came out of the gun you're holding and you pulled the trigger of it. You shot her.
0: <laughs> and I think, you know, she's like, "You just shot me." And she like she's like, "I can't believe you're making this all about you." Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, it's so <laughs> shot, dude. And, oh, my God, they pulled the same thing on Emma earlier, too, because, like, Sophie Sophie is talking about how broken up she is about David, and Emma says, yeah, me too. And she's like, don't make this about you. And it's like, wait, they were dating for three years, yeah. right? Like, what? But, but
0: it's everybody's all, trying to make this story about themselves. Yes, like, they're, they're all trying so to,
1: yes, they're shitty to, and self-centered, man. Yeah, they're trying to keep it always focused on them, no matter what. So they weaponize trauma language, yes. and they like use all the they use all the stuff people use in internet arguments to shut people down because that person is right and they're mad about it. Like Absolutely. It, yep. It's it's so irritating to see but it's also funny cuz you know what they're doing. And that's what they're doing. They yeah, they're constantly like diverting attention to themselves or making something that's about someone else completely about them and then like like pretending that the other person is doing it that's something interesting that David was doing where he was like he said like I bet next you're gonna say I'm a narcissist and it's like yeah it's like uh, you see people do that where it's like they think they're cutting off the argument but it's like they know you're gonna make the argument because it's true so, all they have true, to do right? is say that's what you're going to say next. <laughs> so, that kind of sucks. You're
0: defanging it by making right. the observation yeah. first, but in reality, you're just admitting. <laughs>
1: it. Yeah, you're just saying, I am a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what yeah, fucking is. And, and he says something about being a foot soldier of the white patriarchy. And it's white like supremacy. Yeah. Uh, that is, yeah, that's you, buddy. You're one of the richest people in fucking <laughs> New York. Yes, that's you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: you know, that kind of
0: leads to one of the things that I see people hating about this this movie like it seems like every negative review that i see for this is people talking about how annoying and unlikable the characters in this are but here's the thing about it like do i want to hang out with any of these people fuck no, no. absolutely not but here's the deal man this story doesn't work with people that are kind and gentle and loving that you care about if you love every one of these characters you can't tell this story right it just doesn't work
1: I mean, honestly, Alice seems fun, and I'd be on her podcast. And shout out to anybody who's hate oh, listening to the podcast. Uh, keep that up. We, we like yeah. the numbers.
0: <laughs> oh, they're mean about her podcast. They are. They're that not very my feels. Nice. I was like, don't pick on podcasts. They're free. If you don't like it, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> well, I, don't I, listen to it. I don't know. I think Jordan's critique is correct, because she said that wasn't their motto like, uh, it's like having a conversation with your smartest, funniest friend. And it's like, oh, oh, Alice.
0: <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your fucking yeah. heart. Ugh. Okay, yeah. maybe that's not an appealing tagline. Right. But
1: leave maybe podcasts not. alone. <laughs> yeah, leave them alone. Halloween 2018 and this. And Tusk. And uh, yeah. some yeah. others, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> Podcast core movies, dude.
1: Yeah, podcore
0: but you know what i mean like this story doesn't work if you love the characters you can't mm. tell the story
1: no 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 yeah, and that's like any slasher right slashers you're not totally. supposed to love all the characters you're supposed to want some of them to die and then when yeah. some die you go oh fuck but the others you're like oh good like it, it kind of balances out uh that's and in how this, this works case, yeah you just got a bunch of like greg dying is sad for sure because yeah, it's like because well, he what, didn't do shit Yeah, he didn't do shit. Now, and I think Alice dying is... is, I think all of them dying is sad, but, like, I think specifically, like, just the things that go on around that are sad, where it's just like, oh, no, like, where they just had a tiff. If a gun wasn't involved, this wouldn't have happened, you know, type of thing. Uh, If all that cocaine wasn't involved, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Cocaine is the absolute villain of this fucking movie, and the villain of, (laughs) honestly... Society, it, it, rich people on cocaine creates absolute monsters. Absolute power with the feeling that you can do absolutely anything—not good. Uh, it's, a, so,
0: it's a not a winning combination, dude. Right. That is a recipe for fucking disaster.
1: One hundred percent. So yeah, that that's kind of the real villain at the center of this is that all of these kind of like egotistical, narcissistic people are also all coked up, uh, and that. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad time at the very least
0: yeah definitely so man what did you think about the kills that we got in this again some of them are on screen but we do get a couple that we get to see i love Uh the uh throwing jordan off that banister and her landing on that table that was fucking nasty man
1: yeah yeah i um that and the the kettlebell to the back of the head they're both very effective yeah.
0: Turns out them kettlebells can be uh, effective for you in a bad way sometimes, man. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes in a bad way. I started incorporating some kettlebell swings into my workouts. Yeah. That's a great exercise right there. It I'll is. tell you it that. It is,
1: yeah. Um, good hinge, hinge pattern exercise there. Um, that's right, man. getting away from that noggin. <laughs> for sure. I, I think that – so with the, the kettlebell to the head, like, I think that's played so very well. Like – you know it takes it's it's like his you know his brain is is responding it's like it's swelling and he's slowly like going down or whatever i I like oh yeah the the way they did that and i also like when jordan first hits she like turns over a little bit and then goes back on her back because like the adrenaline when you first get injured you can do shit you can't do right like you can going for
0: a second right yeah
1: you can keep it moving for a second like she the fact that that happens and then she just kind of like falls in or just kind of like ends up in that one position where she can't move and you can see her legs are all fucked up man yeah it's great that's really good (laughs) it's really good it is it's brutal
0: and even like Pete Davidson like yeah, his one. blood all over the glass and stuff during that hard-ass rain like
1: it's intense yeah. man it's that really one intense one fucked with me cuz i have been cut in that area before oh shit yeah. you have man <laughs> yeah that is exactly where i got a big old scar on my neck and it's just bro, like bro oh, you were ugh. triggered fam oh. i was bro i was triggered fam yeah no <laughs> it, it, they were all really effective and made me Um, squirm a bit. I would like to see what happened to Emma, you know, because it's like fucking blood like halfway up the stairs. Like, you know, she was just gushing blood out of her head because of something that happened. Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: totally, totally brutal, dude. Yeah, I got to tell you, I was intrigued by the way that they were deliberately not showing us the killer like I'm used to in these whodunits and like giallo flicks and you know even scream and shit like that it's like you have the masked person you don't know who's behind the mask you don't know who's behind right the black gloves that are doing the strangling or whatever right yeah this doesn't give you shit no it gives you nothing like (laughs) at at one point I can't remember what kill it was but there was only like maybe half an hour left in the movie which is to say a third of the movie so I was two-thirds of the way through the movie and I paused it and I was like I still have not been shown shit about who could have been doing this. Yeah. And I think that that's so fucking good. Me
1: too. It's different. Me too. If it had like turned out that it was somebody and we just never got to see any of that, cool. And yeah,
0: Black Christmas style, man.
1: Exactly. Uh, The fact that it does turn out to be, you know, a lot of misunderstandings makes that make sense. Yeah, I, I really was just like, I, I was cool with them never giving me a POV from the killer, you know, just just showing us a lot of different suspicious things going on, you know, and a lot of different things being said that are revealing new information to us that make new suspicions come to light. Like, that. Yeah. that all just kept building really well.
0: And the fact that it's all taking place in near total darkness is rad, too.
1: Yeah, the lighting is so interesting. Because, yeah, you know, the the premise of uh, a hurricane. So, the lights go out. And now all we got are, like, you know, the headlamp, the f- uh, phone. Uh, you know, glow, the
0: glow stick, glow stick necklace.
1: necklaces. Yeah, that, that creates for very interesting lighting throughout. With e- each of the shots, like... I mean, obviously, they uh are are pumping in a little bit more light than that, so we're not talking about like a lot of more recent movies where you really just can't see shit that's going on. You can see what's going on, but they're very specifically using uh you know phone lighting or whatever on faces and whatnot and it it really provides yeah. for a cool color palette
0: well here's the thing from what I was reading um about the making of the flick. Apparently the, the lighting in a lot of those scenes, like apparently the majority of the scenes, is being performed by the actors oh, on seriously? camera themselves. Wow, yeah. okay. Like they, they had the the cameras dialed in very specifically to behave the way they wanted to in these low-light situations. Right. And they said that, you know, with with the actors, if they missed their marks in some of these takes where they didn't shine the light the right way, the entire take was unusable. You wouldn't huh. be able to see shit. So... All the lighting in this is very coordinated, very rehearsed. Like there's a time or two where I think it said that the the director was like over the camera's shoulder like shining a flashlight. Wow. But a lot of the lighting that you're seeing in those darkness scenes is apparently legit just what's happening on screen, which is that's so awesome. cool that the actors are doing the lighting themselves. Like that's fucking rad, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like I like when you do something that kind of natural uh, Helena Ran, who directed this, she's a uh, Dutch actress slash director. She's only had one other feature film that was in Dutch. Uh, so oh, this is I her was going to
0: say, I don't know anything else she's done. Right.
1: This is her first English language uh, feature film she directed. And, and it, you're right. Like she, The choices that are being made are so fucking good. Like, they they decided that pete davidson wasn't going to have tattoos but they didn't do digital erasing of it they used makeup and he's in a pool with his shirt i
0: didn't even think about it till you said it but yeah he's like shirtless for the first part of the movie and he's covered in shit ass tattoos
1: (laughs) yes so yeah they they want you know they the 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 reasoning being that you know this son that's gonna take over this super rich empire or whatever needs to look businessy. So he has some tattoos on his legs because you know you don't wear shorts to the office or whatever. Uh, so mm. they covered up all of his tattoos with makeup, and it's it's really well done. Like it, they blended yeah. it so perfectly well. I it took my second watching. I was just like, wait, where is tattoos? <laughs> like, yeah, where is
0: tattoos uh, at? Huh? Yeah, but
1: that's they decided so funny, to man. do so many things practically and stuff. And that yeah. shines in the film. Like, the, the idea that this is a real place with real people in it. <laughs> like, I I need that. I need that more. You, you, We get far too much fully CGI stuff, which, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that shouldn't be made. Make that all you want. But sure. I, I like to know that the the thought went into it and the practicality went into it to just use, like, yeah, a phone light or a headlamp or these, like, cool, like, rave uh, necklaces and whatnot. Like, yeah, yeah, I love that.
0: Well, and apparently even those choices were pretty deliberate in that uh, the people's choice of, of illumination, whether it be that headlamp or whatever, are all kind of reflections about the way that they are seeking attention. So, like, for oh, okay. example you know jordan who has the the headlamp she is the accuser the right. truth seeker the one that's being extremely direct and yeah. accusatory towards everybody whereas you've got is it Alice that has the glow stick necklaces uh-huh. on? Like yeah, she, she wants to be the illumination. She wants the. She wants to be the attention. center of
1: attention. Yeah.
0: Uh huh. She wants to shine, right? So they even kind of coded the lighting that way. Like uh, a B, for example, she's using her phone to light everything the entire time, which she's wearing around this this fucking badass like shoulder strap. Yeah, what a I great idea. One of those. I want one of those.
1: Yeah. If that's not a real thing, if they just made it for the movie, whoever made it should sell them.
0: Uh, Yeah, sell that. I would fucking love to have that. Um, But, you know, she's attached at the hip to her phone.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's great.
0: It's really cool and really Uh intelligently thought out, which she's attached to her hip to her phone because of her her mom. The stuff going on with her mom is never exactly... explained and i'm kind of cool with it
1: yeah uh, we know that she has borderline personality disorder we don't know everything that's going on we don't know we don't ever hear her on the phone or anything we just know that she's talking to her yeah i like that too i like that basically what you have are people who know each other on a surface level so that's kind of all we get even though there are hints at way more and like you know, B-, B seems to be more, to have more depth and to be searching for answers for some of these things, whereas everyone else is just kind of very surface level. They don't want to reveal anything too much to each other. And it seems like when they do, I mean, like, you know, uh, Jordan and-, and Alice's argument or Emma and Sophie's arguments or, like, the revelation that uh, Sophie or uh uh, emma has told alice that she and david aren't really having sex like like none of them could talk to each other directly so they're all talking about each other all the time
0: yeah (laughs) and even using any level of of openness or candidness that they've shared not as a way to build empathy and trust but just as a way to be like oh cool thanks for the bullseye you just gave me yeah i'm gonna use that later Uh
1: uh-huh yeah it's it's yeah, it's fucked it's up. Online
0: it, community speak, dude. This it, is how is, shit works on the fucking internet, is. and they're just doing it in real life.
1: And and it's real interesting to me because this movie is set during a hurricane, Yeah. and it, it's that it's such a good like. I think they're that what we're trying to get at by having. A hurricane raging outside, and these kids who've never known any real troubles in their life feeling no, like, they have no thought to the hurricane. They don't talk about it. They push a girl out into it. They don't consider it a thing, a threat, or whatever, to the point that when they find Greg's go-bag, they're freaked out by it. Like, why would you yeah, need why to would go you prepare? back? Why would you, would you prepare? Yeah, what do you need that for?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's also just a symptom of the fact that, like, this younger generation has grown up with insane natural disasters their entire life right. because of climate change. They're right. used to
1: it. Like, it and freaks us out. It we it didn't does. grow up with it. <laughs> it does, because we, we didn't have as many, yeah. No, but, I mean, it, it's also like, um, they there's so much going on, so much raging outside that doesn't affect them. Uh, yeah. it, 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 they're it, invincible yeah they're invincible like the these ultra rich kids they can make all these decisions regarding twitter speak and whatnot and you know be outing each other in in all sorts of blogs and podcasts or whatever and people follow along and care for some reason but the reality is there's like there's a storm raging and
0: actual shit happening (laughs) actual
1: shit happening and why should we care what the fuck is going on in their like insignificant lives and that's that's so perfect it's such a perfect symbol of of the fact that like so many people get caught up in these little like internet dramas and stuff and it's like there's real issues like there's real stuff to deal with this is dumb <laughs> yeah, and it's all because a nothing. guy was so stupid and jealous that he had to try to make a TikTok where he opened a champagne bottle with a sword.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which talk about like the most privileged thing you could do for right? attention, anyway. <laughs> oh my god
1: it's so funny yeah I love the hurricane element like it really it serves you know it serves to keep them in the house but they're so oblivious to it that it doesn't affect them at all I love that
0: I was so gravely offended when no one wanted to try a bite of B zucchini bread, because right? I'm sure it was fucking fabulous, dude. They looked that, at her like she had a fucking third arm growing out of her head well, that's whenever she's like, I'm a guest people. in your home. I brought you a zucchini bread. Like, right? dude, that's give me people. that fucking bread, dude, especially right. if I've been fucking out at the pool drinking all day. Yes, bread. That's exactly what I need.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just rich people, you know, they don't value anything if you're giving it to them and you made it yourself what are you a maid like what like they're not they're they can't connect to her in any way which is why it's so weird that sophie's with her right Mm -hmm. like what is going on there because she's lying to her she's it's not like she's with her because she actually loves her but what B's is lying too. I mean, let's right, not act yeah. like B
0: is innocent and all this. Right. She's lied no, about they're... her job, she's lied about her university. Like she's a fucking liar too because she's trying to impress these vapid creatures. Right. She yeah. has value on their uh, you know, uh opinion of her.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so like such a perfect Yeah, for, like perfect like conflicting of different personalities and different like uh, you know, statuses and different like you know levels of wealth and whatnot, and yeah, all of that just thrown together with the the internet out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because the internet was out. The internet but, was know, out.
0: <laughs> like that confluence of those different personalities and you know social strata interacting with each other like this is what has also made other who done it so successful. Like this is part of the reason right. why we like we like Reservoir Dogs for example, right, which is yeah. definitely an influence on this movie. And also too, it's like if you're going to shit on this movie for having unlikable characters but also be like, "Oh, Reservoir Dogs is a masterpiece." Are you telling me those people are fucking likable? They're dude, like at least the people in this movie aren't outwardly racist and fucking misogynistic right. as fuck right. like the people in Reservoir Dogs and a lot of these other movies that we all adore are awful fucking they are awful
1: absolutely awful people and that's that's what you when everybody's gonna be dying you kind of want them to be awful right you don't want yeah, to watch a bunch people of out right yeah, a bunch of happy nice people just keep dying it's like oh yeah that's a Pixar
0: movie is what that <laughs> is dude
1: <laughs> <laughs> watch it up like fuck <laughs> yeah right
0: you want to get your heart beat up all right here you go Pixar's in the house for that shit. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a good dose of Reservoir Dogs in that it's a shitty people who done it. I feel like right. there's there's a healthy dose of like Heather's in here yeah, with all this yeah. kind of you know gossipy backstabby shit going on.
1: Yeah, feels like an Agatha Christie mystery as well. Uh, yeah, it's definitely got uh, some really good influences that that it it's it, it's not being too overt about like we you know we don't get a a scene where Jordan cuts off ear or anything like it it we're just getting a standoff you know we're getting yeah. a standoff of people who aren't great and it's you know that situation where you're like i, I kind of don't care who wins <laughs> y- y'all kind of suck
0: <laughs> yeah one question that I had about this that I was gonna ask you about is like do you think that this movie is going to become dated eventually like are, hmm. in the future are people still going to be watching this movie and celebrating it and understanding it or are people going to watch this and be like what's TikTok? tock like, uh, why are they dancing why are they dancing right like, what? i don't get the relevance well because like you know social media has become so i don't know in some ways, it has become standardized, but at the same time, like, if you reference MySpace in a movie right now, a lot of young people probably wouldn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, if you reference right. fucking hotornot.com, that joke is flying over
1: well, people's I mean, heads. There there's also, like, Facebook has been around forever, but referencing Facebook has, has a meaning, you know? So, yeah I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, especially with, wasn't it Montana that decided no more TikTok? <laughs> Like, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I, I don't know how relevant you can remain when you're talking about the constantly shifting world of of uh, social, media social media and trends, right? Yeah, yeah. But I I think that that's not the important thing. I mean, it's kind of like watching no. um, Clueless. Now mm. mm-hmm. it's still good. People still like it. Like young, young audiences still connect with it, but it's outdated like none of that is is very relevant to most people's lives these days and then you see the computer scenes and it's like oh how quaint like but nobody cares i don't yeah i think like i can see people being a little bit confused by what tiktok is in 15 years but like you know they'll still understand the concept of making a video for the internet you
0: know? Yeah, oh, they were trying to become famous for right. a stupid yeah. video. Yeah. yeah, like that will probably not go out of yeah, style. Probably it might not, not be going TikTok, anywhere. but <laughs> right. yeah, that'll that'll probably always exist in, in some form um, or another for sure. What did you think about the the very last line of the movie when <laughs> the bloodbath has taken place? We got Sophie and B that are fighting over that phone. They find out the truth of how this all started. Max shows up and he's like, what happened? And B's very last closing line of the whole movie is, I have reception. (laughs) Because her phone came back on. Because the electricity came back on.
1: Yeah, I have reception. Like, I laughed hard at that line. Because it's just like... Like, after all that's just happened, getting reception and getting all those, like, updates and whatnot... That kind of trumps everything that's happened up to this point. Like that's the most important <laughs> element of the night. That's the most important yeah. thing to happen. In that's the what past I have to tell you about right now. Yeah, yeah, as I, I am, you know,
0: covered in mud and blood next to this person that I'm fighting near a corpse that has its right. throat cut and covered in blood ten feet uh-huh. away from me. After this <laughs> hurricane has raged the entire property. Oh, good news my I, I cell phone's have a back.
1: Reception.
0: <laughs> I have reset, but I also think that's kind of double meaning in a way where it's like, oh, I can I can be a human again. I have reception. I'm receptive.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, to, that...
0: you know, human contact again.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, because yes, uh, I mean, it is it is unfair to say that Gen X uh, is is more addicted to their phones than than any other generation, but it is fair to say that Gen X uh, grew up entirely. With social media and cell phone brain, like yes. they they were they were introduced to it from. Am I saying Gen X Gen Z? Uh, Gen Z, <laughs> I think I yeah, said yeah, Gen yeah. X. Sorry, uh, Gen <laughs> Gen Z definitely has had that in their lives, their entire lives, and and had to deal with the repercussions of that. Uh, yes, and, and so like it, it's not unfair to say that Gen Z may be more. Attached to their online person personality, the persona they put out on social media, then perhaps people who grew up without that, um, yeah. So it, it is it is fair, I think, to say like that that might be really what the the final line is getting at. Like that, I yeah, I can connect with people again. <laughs> like I can I can be a person again. And, and be received as a person with likes and, and uh, you know, replies and stuff like that. All the things that make the, the you know, little dopamine spike happen.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally, man. I, I think it's easy to watch this movie and think that it is just, you know, taking pleasure in, in dunking on Gen Z and being like, oh, man, as soon as their phones mm. go out, they go crazy. They're useless without the internet, blah, blah, blah. Like, if anything... It actually made me feel kind of sad for them in a lot of ways because, you know, I was born in 84, you were born in 81, right? Uh-huh. Like, we spent the first half of our lives, which is to say the most de- important de- de- developmentally, uh-huh. those
1: are words, right? right? Fuck me. Yeah, you put it together. Homeschool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we spent those extremely important developmental years doing analog contact exclusively like talking to speaking face to face yeah Yeah. making phone calls all that jazz and then you know halfway through our lives so far we were introduced to the advent of social media and texting Mm. and all this other kind of stuff meanwhile gen z was born into this world where that's what everybody is doing and everybody's doing it like a fucking moron because they're dealing with all the people that are our age and older Mm-hmm. that are the astronauts of social media. Like, right. we're the first people that that are using this shit, dude. Like, our parents' parents lived on fucking farms and <laughs> knew, like, 20 people their entire right. lives. <laughs> and now these poor Gen Z kids have to share the pool with them. They have to get in the pool yeah. with people that grew up without this shit, don't know how to behave, uh-huh. while also you know, especially, you know, considering the, the COVID years and stuff that we all lived through. Yeah. Spent important developmental years not it's having I, any fucking face-to-face yeah. contact, social contact, right. anything. Like, it yeah. hurts. It sucks for them, man.
1: It does. It does. I, I, I really do feel for that experience. Like, I I don't know how that becomes anything more than, than you know just a regular dependence on social media and you know i guess if we really are in a world where that's just our future uh you know it's okay and it it would be it it would seem very quickly outdated to say oh it's a bad thing because that's just the way the world has progressed the world progresses whether good or bad it just does um but it definitely seems to have had a negative effect on how easily um y- you can make like real life friends and just talk to people in normal situations yeah it's uh, it's definitely going to be detrimental and that sucks really bad right i yeah. am
0: so grateful to have lived through my my teenage years without the burden of social media yeah, I, mean, I can't oh, imagine it make anything easier. I did I'm so thankful. much
1: stupid shit. I don't want that oh my god. on the internet.
0: No, fuck no. That's bad. Oh my god, man. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm I'm very thankful for that. And I imagine it must be hard, especially if you are the first generation of teenagers, the first people ever fucking do it, dude. Like yeah. Gen Z are are fucking astronauts, dude. They're they explorers it, yeah. in mm-hmm. uncharted waters, man. Like that's got to be hard.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and hopefully you know. There will be some some good progress that comes out of it, but uh, you know we're all we 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 are behind at this point. We are now the olds. All we can do yeah, is just encourage. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> go, come on, Gen Zs, you can do it.
0: I've got a lot of hope for him. Like the the Gen Z kids that we have in our family and stuff, like are growing up. Oh yeah, Funny. cool. I mean, of course. Great. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be shitheads in the bunch. Obviously, there always oh, are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, humans don't bat a thousand. That's one thing history has definitely taught us. But yep. I think there's a lot of hope and empathy and caring and understanding in a lot of the upcoming generations. So yeah. I have I have hope. Um, I hope that they can get some better tunes going. The oldest I have felt in fucking years is when I was listening to the the licensed soundtrack of this movie. Really? Some of those tunes that are I playing, and I was it, like, dude.
1: "Fuck, this sucks." <laughs> I loved it. What? How? I hate it. You're so old. What is happening?
0: Dude, dude, like, I'm seriously sitting on the couch taking notes on this movie, hearing this music, and I'm like, there is no melody or anything interesting happening rhythmically what? here they're the same recycled ass fucking club and trap beats that have been in eight billion fucking songs yeah,
1: there's
0: nothing for me there <laughs> nothing like dude if somebody would have turned on to take your old records off the shelf you i'd be like fuck yeah this movie was, yeah. this you movie your,
1: your new balances and your and your jeans <laughs> Yeah. I'd
0: have got my Les Paul and plugged it up through my Marshall and started yeah. fucking playing right You'd along. You flipped
1: dude. your collar up like that was cool somehow.
0: <laughs> Billy badass over yeah. here. No, I definitely felt old <laughs> as shit, but like yeah, the, the the original score is sick, but the licensed music in this was irritating me I loved so it, bad. Man. Dude. I immediately
1: went and looked on on YouTube for the playlist.
0: Oh, yeah. oh dude. Well I hope you enjoy that.
1: <laughs> I will. I shall.
0: But yeah, the original it, music was dope, though. Yeah, it was very Carpenter yeah. at times.
1: Yeah, I really, I really liked everything that was going on musically. I, I thought it really set up a nice like tone and vibe of of exactly how we're supposed to really feel about everything that's going on. Even though, like again, the first time going through, you're watching a Who Done It. I think the music makes more sense when you realize it's not a Who Done It. Like it, it even make it like makes it all come together even better and that that's cool that's really cool about this
0: yeah definitely so man you were telling me some story about some some bad reviews you saw for this
1: well i saw one in particular because there was there was a a little bit of a controversy when this came out because the new york times you see uh they had their review of this written by uh, lena wilson and in it, Lena says that uh, the only thing that really sets bodies, bodies, bodies apart is its place in the A twenty four hype machine, where it doubles as a ninety five minute advertisement for cleavage and Charlie Jesus. XCX's latest single.
0: And okay, I don't know who Charlie XDX is, but XCX. this is not a cleavage fest.
1: It's not a cleavage fest. Uh, there are there are no uh, there are no titties in this, and and I think no, uh, it, it's crazy to me because we watch movies with titties in them all the time, like yeah. whether for the show or just for fun or with with the the and chat crew or whatever. I I don't understand prudishness. I just don't get it. But it, it, the that's not where the controversy is. The controversy comes in. When our uh, 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 Sophie Amanda Lichtenberg, uh sent a message to Lena Wilson on Instagram and just said, "Your review was great. Maybe if you had gotten your eyes off my tits, you would have watched the movie." <laughs> That's awesome. Funny joke, right? <laughs> and it's, it's a clapback. She publicly like dragged this movie, and then privately just say like, "Hey, you know." Uh, I noticed you're talking about staring at my tits. Maybe just watch the movie. Uh, And then this all escalated, of course, into an argument where eventually, (laughs) I don't know how this happens. Lena Wilson decides that Stenberg is a homophobe because she, Lena Wilson, is a lesbian. Now, this gets people (laughs) clowning on her super hard, and she eventually deletes her Twitter account so wow this is life imitating art exactly i i can't like if if there was an advertising agency that made this happen they deserve an award because that is without a doubt that's the movie in a microcosm right right (laughs) so that is the short
0: version of this
1: movie (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. Like, okay, you didn't like the movie. The movie is not a cleavage fest. I'll tell you that. No, um, it, it's got it's got pretty people in it. Is that the problem? Are you mad because the people are pretty? We could get some some less pretty people. I mean, it. it I don't know how that would change anything. Like, it's, I know, right? Yeah, I don't know. Also, and I wouldn't then,
0: really call Pete Davidson pretty. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, people like him clearly. <laughs> I guy, know they do. The it's guy crazy. gets laid, so I mean, yeah. he looks like he fucks, as he says in the in the movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> which I've heard people say about him. So he's yeah, not wrong. no, it's
1: true. I, as far as I understand, the guy looks like he fucks. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a crazy movie, dude! I didn't know what to expect. Like, okay, yeah, I'll tell uh, you what I was expecting. Like, I remember watching the trailer for this. probably before like Nope or something last year. And the trailer for it looked like this was totally not made for me. This looked like it was totally made for young people with an assortment of little tiny tattoos all over the body Uh and a a knowledge of Xanax and um, (laughs) that listened to music that begins with little something in the name. You know, I was like, Oh "Oh God, this, this looks insufferable. Like I was not into this movie from the trailer And then I started hearing people talk about how it was actually really dope, and it was a great whodunit. So I was like, okay, so I should watch this like it's Clue. Like, it's a whodunit movie. It's a mystery. Uh, It does
1: does definitely have influences from Clue, yeah. For sure, man.
0: So going into it, you know, I, I was excited because I'd heard that it was better than what I was probably expecting, just based on my own, you know, bias from the trailer. Right. And, um... I love that my, my bias about it being a whodunit movie drew me in to becoming one of the group. Looking oh, yeah. for the killer that's based on nothing. Right. Like, I I love that that movie had that effect on me sitting there on my couch watching this feeling superior to these young people uh-huh. getting drug into it the exact same fucking way they did. Uh-huh. This movie played a trick on me and I fell for it and I think that's <laughs> dope. I can't say that about a lot of movies. It's true.
1: Yeah, no, I I was with, I was with you watching it the first time. I was very much trying to figure out the who done it and loved the little twist at the end and made it it made it make so much more sense and made all of it like so much funnier to me.
0: Yeah, totally, man. Do you have any like major complaints about the flick?
1: Oh. Um, no, not really. I I thought like as as far as like setting out to make a who done it with a twist, that that, you know, everybody done it kind of and then to do that in an entertaining way, especially uh, since I don't really like whodunits, I I didn't really see any major issues for me. Like, everything about it plays out exactly how you'd expect with these character types. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, uh, you know, somebody might watch it and be like, well, why doesn't anybody communicate? And it's like, well, these people wouldn't. <laughs> they don't get Yeah, communicate. they would. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and even when they do, they're lying. So, no, I, I don't have any major issues with it. I I found it really fun and funny. Um I also do enjoy all the performances and I know that you know, the, these people are putting in um, a good bit of effort to channel some of the worst people they know probably, right? <laughs> So yep. that's awesome. Like, I love to see people play some of the worst people they know. Uh, and so for me, yeah, this is like, uh, if we're coming to to a number, I'm going to say this is like a, an eight for me. It's up there. I, know, I yeah. really enjoy it. Find it very entertaining. And, you know, even though, as you said, I, I might not rush to watch it again, Um, it, it definitely warrants two watches.
0: Yes. Yes, and I would love to watch this with other people for the first time. Oh, too. Yeah. this is one of those uh-huh. ones I can see myself being like, "Oh, you need to sit down and watch this movie." Right. So Who done it? You'll love it, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just get them in the same way that I got in, and also too at the end of the day, even though the characters are unlikable and and annoying on purpose, it's only an hour and a half, right? <laughs> it's Brisk moves by quick. Passed the phone test. I didn't pick up my phone once during the movie. No,
1: no, I did not either. It's yeah, it's it's very entertaining and fun. What what yeah. what number would you slap on it?
0: I'm thinking eight as well. I think I'm going to oh, yeah. go for an eight. You know, like I, I had a good out. time with it. I can't think of much that would have made this better. Like, no. I don't even think showing us more of the kills and gore no. would have made it better. I don't no think, help. I mean, definitely more likable characters would have made this worse. This would have made this a weaker story. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. Maybe a little Steve Miller band on the soundtrack, some Bob Seger like that probably would have been all right. Maybe, Maybe some Eagles, eagles. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. That would have been all right. The power goes out; they got to use this, uh, you know, uh, old timey steam powered record player, and all they have is some uh, REO speed wagon. That'd be all right. You know, yeah, be yeah would be bussing.
1: Yeah, It would be bussing. You're right. You're right. For real. For real. Dude,
0: Steve Miller is the bus driver. That's what they don't even know. <laughs> That's how hard he'd be bussing. He's the bus driver. He's got his license and everything.
1: This is like that joke in Friday, where after the fight with Debo, his sister says he think he a Mac, and his dad says macaroni. (laughs) Just free association, basically.
0: Yeah, really dig it, man. Enjoyable flick. I hope you guys liked it too. We want to hear your opinions on our So Schmeads fam, which yeah. you can find uh, with our Linktree page. Be sure to hook that up. Find us on Instagram, our Facebook group, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, as well as our, our Twitter and our Patreon. Yeah, that's
1: right. Patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely. Head on over there. Become a patron on any level. You get access to our Patreon exclusive episodes. Uh, Going to have a howling Hell Rankers up there soon. Uh, become a patron on a $5 level, you get to throw a movie into the smoking bowl, and then we review that movie on the show if Ooh. we draw it, Uh, and, and, and we're going to be doing that next week.
0: That's right, we are. I'm looking forward to this one because it's one I ain't never seen before.
1: Mm-hmm, and you'll know what it is if you pay attention to our social media on Friday afternoon. I will be posting mm. the drawing video. You'll want to know about it. Don't be the last one in your friends
0: group to know. Then people are going to be dogging on you. man.
1: they'll be like, "Oh, you didn't know what the Patreon pick was. You're so lame."
0: Oh man, Uh, did you hear about the movie? It hits different. They'll say, (laughs) right? They'll say that.
1: The Gen Z's listening right now are like, "Man, that Uncle Ben is so cool. He gets us. Cool guy. He gets us like less Claypool."
0: Yeah. Yeah, who is bassed and, and slaps? He slaps, dude. He slaps, and he is fully bassed. He's six string fretless bassed. What do you think about that? Huh? Yeah,
1: Yep, yeah, sure. Shit, is.
0: <laughs> man. So yeah, tune in next time. We'll be talking about that Patreon pick. Be sure, be sure to uh, rate and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh-huh. all the other places you can review a thing. Write on a bathroom wall for a good time. Listen to Dead and Lovely mm-hmm. Horror Podcast. Um, maybe graffiti that somewhere cool. Make it look kind of artful. Like, maybe yeah, it look yeah. pretty good. I mean, don't so be they're like, about oh, I'd anything. like to
1: listen to that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this graffiti is bussin', no cap. <laughs> god, we're so with it, dude. I can't keep, I can't quit using this language because it's so fun.
1: You know what? Graffiti, dead and lovely, is bussin', no cap. Oh my god, that would, go. so <laughs> that would make me so
0: happy. That would make me so happy if I saw that. Holy shit! Yeah, please do that. Definitely do that. And tune in uh, next week for the next installment of Drang and Largely, here with your good buddy, Uncle Ben.
1: And me, y'all, I'm with Steve. Bye. Bye.
0: If you ever want a little bit of insight as to how actually fucking stupid it is inside of my brain at all times. Are you ready for this? This I, is pretty I am. fucking bad.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: I actually literally lost sleep the other night because this was rolling around in my head so intensely and okay. I thought that it was so fucking funny and I couldn't quit <laughs> thinking <excited>. about it.
1: <laughs> I'm excited.
0: So I think maybe this is brought about by the fact that, you know, we're bringing back Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones and we're bringing back all these other old actors as their, you know, previous roles and shit. Right. And I was thinking to myself, I think it's only a matter of time before we start a new Robin Hood series with Kevin Costner, right? We bring him back again. Oh, of
1: course, yeah, right.
0: And the thought that I absolutely wouldn't quit rattling around in my head is how they they should call the third one. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. (laughs) That's actually how fucking stupid I am. It's not even good. It's not even funny. It's
1: really good, because you assumed, well, yeah, they're going to make a Kevin Costner Robin Hood, too, and it's going to do really well, so they're going to have to follow it up with a third one, so that would be, of course, Prince of Thieves.
0: Prince of Thieves. (laughs)
1: That's genius. Listen, you're thinking like an executive producer. You're thinking That's like true. a studio man. You see potential yeah. in a Robin Hood, like, requel, I guess. Kind of like Halloween 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I like it.
0: So you're saying the reason I lose sleep over stuff like this is because my ideas are too big for even my own mind.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. No, what you're thinking would require the whole Hollywood machine behind it. And I'm telling you right now, (laughs) they need to get behind you.
0: (laughs) Coming soon from Universal Pictures, (laughs) Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Part 3.
1: Oh, and can we a- can we throw the spin doctors two princes in there for some reason? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Right? All right, <laughs> I love it. <laughs>